Hello, and welcome to the next episode of How Good It Is, a weekly podcast that takes a look at popular songs of the past and dives into their history, their meaning, or any other things that might be of interest surrounding those songs. My name is Claude Cole, and so am I, and that's how it goes on Friday the 13th. Hey, if you want to get in touch with me, well, probably the best way to find me is on Twitter, at HowGoodItIsPod. Or you can leave a comment on the website, howgooditis.com, where you can find some additional trivia, some follow-ups, and some other stuff that I found interesting. You know, the world of rock and roll prides itself on reinvention, but it can do this in the form of looking at its own past through the use of covers. For those of you who don't know, a cover is a song that's re-recorded by a different artist, usually putting some kind of new spin on it. Which is why we have this 1962 hit for Little Eva. Everybody's doing a brand new dance now. Which also became a hit for Grand Funk Railroad in 1974. Which Kylie Minogue brought back to its dance roots in 1988. This incidentally makes The Locomotion the only song to reach the top five on the Billboard charts on three separate occasions by three different artists and in three different decades. I swear I was rooting for a grunge version to hit the charts in the 90s, and I was a little sad when that streak broke. Anyway, there are lots of times when a song gets covered and everybody knows the source material. For instance, this 1953 hit by Elvis Presley... You ain't nothing but a was first recorded in 1953 by Big Mama Thornton. And this 2002 recording by Johnny Cash... This originally dates back to Nine Inch Nails in 1994. And of course, this song by the Isley Brothers. has forever been battling for supremacy with the Beatles. Oh, 
But did you know that neither the Isleys nor the Beatles were first? This is a group called the Top Notes, and their version of this song, which was still titled Shake It Up Baby at the time, was recorded and released in 1961. The song was written by Bill Medley, who you may remember is one of the Righteous Brothers, and Burt Burns. And this song was produced by Phil Spector, who hadn't really nailed down the wall of sound thing yet. So Burns thought that Spector had ruined the song, so he went to the Isley Brothers and he showed everyone how it's supposed to be done. But these are the types of songs that I'd like to explore this time around. The ones you may not have known were covers. Now, to be fair, the Beatles were certainly, absolutely covering the Isley Brothers and likely never heard the Top Notes version, but that's the one that uh, genuinely came first. But there are a few other songs out there that are definite covers and rather faithful covers at that. For instance, here's Soft Cell's Tainted Love from 1981. Now, I bet you think you know where I'm going with this. You think I'm going to do one of two things. Either I'm going to talk about the second half of the record, where Mark Almond starts singing his cover of The Supremes' Where Did Our Love Go? Or I'm going to talk about Marilyn Manson's version of this song. Nope. What most people don't know is that Soft Cell's version of Tainted Love is itself a cover of a song by Gloria Jones in 1964. Have a listen. Okay, now most people who know rock music know this track from Jimi Hendrix from 1966. But did you know that it's a cover of a song from a Los Angeles-based garage band called The Leaves? Now I know when it opens up, it sounds like the song Needles and Pins, but listen carefully because the lyrics kind of get lost in the mix. This version was recorded in uh, 1965, a year before Jimi Hendrix, but the song itself goes back to 1962 and maybe even a little bit earlier. Anyway, 1962 was the year that Billy Roberts first copyrighted it. 
Incidentally, you might remember a few weeks ago I told you about Chet Powers and how he sold the rights to the song Get Together shortly before it became a hit because of some legal issues that uh, he was having. Well, because of this, uh, some people think that Chet Powers wrote this song, but he didn't. However, there are several reports that Billy Roberts gave the rights to the song to Chet Powers so that he'd have an income when he got out of jail. And he probably did make a few bucks because the song has become a rock and roll standard and it's been recorded literally hundreds of times. All right, I'm going to do one more for this episode. You all know this song. It's Superstition. It's the opening track to side two of Stevie Wonder's album, Talking Book. And it's the lead-off single from the album. Incidentally, my favorite Stevie Wonder song is on this album, Talking Book. And it is not Superstition. I'm not going to tell you what it is. Would you be surprised to learn that this one is a cover? Okay, this one's a little bit more complicated than the other two, so here's the story. Jeff Beck was an up-and-coming musician who admired Stevie Wonder's work, and while Stevie was playing most of his own instruments by this point, he still liked having other guitarists sit in on his sessions. So he and Beck collaborated on the tracks that became Talking Book, and in between the album sessions, Beck came up with the opening drum beat, and Stevie Wonder started imp improvising around it until they'd put together a rough version of the song for Beck to use for his own album. In the meantime, though, they did record a version for the Talking Book album. Jeff Beck kind of dragged his feet, but he finally finished the song for the Beck, Bogart, and A Piece album. But by then, Stevie Wonder's version had already been released. So which version is the cover? Most people would say it's Jeff Beck, but the fact is, his version, however rough, was made first, even if it wasn't finished and released first. And that's it for this edition of How Good It Is. I had a lot of fun doing this one, and I hope you did too, because I think I'm going to come back to this well every now and again. This is definitely a topic we can revisit from time to time. Hey, if you want to get in touch with me, you can email me at howgoodpodcast at gmail.com, or you can follow me on Twitter at howgooditispod, or you can check out the show's website, howgooditis.com, where I throw in a few extra bits for you. Next time, we're going to discover just how good it is to be a free bird. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you then. Mm -hmm.